0: Hello and welcome to We've at the Movies. I'm Mike and I'm Jose. We saw the party. Yes, I which, didn't like it, it. It was the last last screening of it. Um, it's by Sally Potter, who whose name I know and whose significance I'm aware of, but I've never seen a film by her.
1: Yes, I think. Well, I don't know if I've seen them all, but I have seen I've seen quite a lot. I saw. I saw Gold Diggers, um, The Tango Lesson. Uh, Orlando is the only one that I really like uh, of hers. Um, though, you know, I think it is inarguable that she's one of the most important figures in British cinema of the last 30, 40 years, uh, particularly because of her interventions, I suppose, into feminist and, and queer cinema, really. Uh, some of of... Whose traces we find uh, in, in the party. So, you know, like the film itself, both recalls those other aspects of her work, and I suppose tries to put it into a kind of a contemporary frame, uh, and kind of looks back on some of the earlier debates. Um. So, so yeah.
0: So, what's uh, what's the party about?
1: The party is about. It's uh, it's. So the film is a farce. It starts off as a celebration of a woman who's just been named shadow minister for health. Uh, Her friends assemble for the celebration. And I suppose like in all farces slash drawing room comedies, uh, a whole bunch of things happen. Revelations are made, relationships are reframed. And in this particular film... A whole bunch of ideas are aired and ironized and poked fun at, I suppose.
0: The yeah, artist said it's, what it's about is it's about an act too short.
1: <laughs> well, that too.
0: It's it, it, first, first thing I said when it ended was that was
1: brief. Yes,
0: which it was. 71 minutes, and it's not to say that it um, uh, it just it just ends abruptly. Yeah. I thought that there was more to come. I thought that everything that would happen in the film was going to pay off.
1: Yes. And well it there was
0: no there was a payoff. There is a payoff of a sort, but it really it stopped so when so I thought a, the story would continue.
1: Well, I was I was going to say it's a clever payoff, though actually it's a very traditional and cliched payoff, really. How so? Well, because the person Okay, there's this subplot in which there's a revelation that the minister is actually having this hot affair. And then when her husband reveals that he's been having a hot affair with this woman who actually loves him, blah, blah, blah. And actually this woman's husband is at this party out with a gun to kill the minister's husband. And then at the end, it's become clear that the minister is also having an affair with the same woman. It's Marianne who's at the door.
0: Yeah. That the the last line of the film makes that clear. It's not been, ah. become clear before that, really.
1: Yes. Um, so...
0: But you thought that was clever?
1: Well, I was going to say... I, w- <laughs> I started off by saying it was clever, and then I realised, well, it's a cliché of the genre, really. You know? Like, I mean, the only thing that makes it slightly different is that, you know, is that it's a woman. So the film has this very open idea about sexuality and
0: so on, yeah. Mm. but I, w- I mean, I would say that it... Um, it would it would be a kind of revelation if it felt like it mattered. Like it really, it's just it's like there's been so little work put into it that it's not that it doesn't make sense, but it doesn't matter. You just go, oh, okay. And then, I, I think the thing that I dislike about Sally Potter's films,
1: which I suppose is something that other people might like about very <coughs> much about her films, but I think it's I think it's slightly amateurish, really. You know, I think there's an amateurish quality to the whole
0: thing. That's interesting.
1: Um, So, you know, kind of this has brilliant actors, wonderful cast. Yeah, wonderful cast. We keep saying that recently. I know films have great casts. Well, they do. Well, you know, they I mean, it is true. Um, And actually, it has some good jokes. I suppose. Yeah, people in the in the cinema did laugh. People laughed. I laughed. You laughed. Yeah, quite a lot. Um, I enjoyed it. I know you did. Yeah. I think it's a trifle, and I think it has so many awkwardnesses. Yes. You know, so it's got all these jokes that people laugh, and at the same time, it feels kind of, you know, unpolished, like unthought through, thin.
0: Yeah, kind of, well, it there are parts of it that are, that are sort of, the um, like the scaffolding is kind of on display in the writing. Like, you, you get these moments where... Uh, Obviously, um, so Christmas Scott Thomas' character, um, Janet, has become uh, Shadow Minister for Health, mm. and that's a huge deal, and that's why this mm. party's happening. And obviously that's hugely important to her, and, and um, the characters talk about what they've given up to do this and how hard she's worked and so on, um, and what an idealist she is about that. Uh, but they do occasionally kind of go into these sort of tangents about and of course, it's very important that we have the NHS and it's like, well, that's really the what, what, people don't talk like that. Yeah, you know, it's not very natural. And it seems like it's there uh, for the audience. To... Well, it's almost like the
1: dile- it's almost like the director's personal dilemmas, which to a certain extent, are the dilemmas of a generation. Are kind of being voiced, you know, which I suppose is a good thing. Yeah, you know, except that they're somehow not made relevant, you know. Like I, 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 like I. No, it's care. like they're
0: name dropped.
1: Yeah, you know. So, uh, um, it's like there's a reference to an idea that isn't fully fleshed out, uh, yeah. and also, I mean, there are certain things that just kind of cinematically I didn't understand. So, why is this film in black and white? I don't get it.
0: Mm.
1: You know, like kind of it, it. It's not particularly, it doesn't feel like it's the choice for a particular type of expression. I just, I just don't, don't get, you know, what, what black and white brings to it. I also think that, you know, if it is meant to be a farce or a drawing room comedy, I think there were things that just could have been a lot better, you know, and actually there are pleasures of the genre that could have been brought out. And it seems silly to say so. But well, I, would, I suppose it's I, not
0: supposed. To, it's not really a flat-out farce, is it? I mean, it is trying to to to, to be dramatic as well. Um, it's not th- these characters aren't set up, and then these revelations aren't brought out purely for the of, for the sake of comedy. You're, no, you're but, supposed to connect with the characters on a dramatic no, but level. But good
1: farce is played on a certain kind of you know level. Yeah, mm. it's like I think it's that the level that Killian Murphy's playing it. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. broad and so on. Um. So you know. Anyway, if it is meant to be a farce, I, I, I think certain things should have been paid more attention to. Yeah. You know, like uh, I think it
0: certainly is up to a point. Yeah. It is. Yeah.
1: So and actually, but I think you're right in the sense that in a way it doesn't it doesn't maintain its tone. So sometimes it's played like you know really uh, high, and sometimes it's brought down to kind of like a realist. Kind of way of playing, and you know it's disjunctive, and it doesn't quite
0: cohere. I didn't, I didn't feel that. I mean, I feel exactly the same about that. It's trying to shift its tone, but I thought it was quite successful at it. Okay. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I was engrossed by it. So uh, when it was attempting to be funny, for the most part, I found it funny. I think some of the jokes are a little bit forced, particularly um, uh, April, the Patricia Clarkson character. Yeah. She, she's uh, she's quite cynical, and she juts in with a few barbs every now and again, and sometimes they're a little bit forced. Yes. Um, but a lot of the time,
1: her, her husband, the aromatherapist.
0: Well, I, I sort I, mean, of, I hated him, but at the same time, I think it's I, I think that the characters that I hate. So there there are seven characters in this, right? There's uh, Emily Mortimer as Jenny, There's Killian Murphy as Tom, uh, Christian Scott Thomas as Janet, Cherry Jones as Martha, uh, Timothy Spall is Bill, Patricia Clarkson's April, and Bruno Ganz is Gottfried. My God, you have such a fantastic memory. I'm reading it okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, for the, and all the characters that one or two characters i wasn't interested in as characters but probably three of them from the moment they appeared on screen i was going who are you i want mm. to know everything about you You know bill particularly mm. his wandering eyes at the start and his face of just, i just i wanted to know everything about who this guy is and where he got to where he was um, I think there are there are these is Bill the Timothy Spall. Character? Yes, yeah. Yes. There are the thought... precise kind of characterizations that, that that well, they're kind of minimalist, but they, they they suggest so
1: much. They do suggest much, but actually, I think he was playing on a completely different register, you know, than some of the other characters. I think he was like playing in a very realist mode, yeah. you know, whereas Kristen Scott Thomas was was being very ironic and funny and, you know, kind of a little bit high. Yeah. Like she was but I think like,
0: the I think the contrast actually it's more almost than the sum of its parts. I, I felt it brought something out. It wasn't that everyone was kind of acting all in the same way. The the clashes between them I enjoyed. No, I didn't. I found them disjunctive. Okay. Well maybe it's a tasting. Uh-huh. I mean I thought it was I thought it was quite skillful kind of well-handled filmmaking uh. um like i say the, the the main problem i have with it is that i thought the story would end properly i didn't think it did mm. um and i think that, it, that there is kind of some uh clumsiness or you know, um kind of unrefined aspect to the dialogue um I think I think all the all the actors, the way they play off each other, is fantastic. I do like the look of the film. I think it felt right that it was in black and white. I don't think it's particularly saying anything, but I I feel like all of these films, these chamber pieces, are these kind of stripped down things, and I think that black and white kind of felt appropriate. I guess I think it's the feeling more than anything else. Mm. If it had been in color, it probably would have felt right as well. It just it. it had a nice look, and I liked. It. I enjoyed watching it. I think it brought out kind of the stubble on on Timothy Spall's face and his eyes darting round. This beautiful close up that was repeated on him. Mm. I enjoyed a great deal. I think it looks very nice. It's well lit.
1: Yes, I didn't like that aspect of it at all. I kind of, um, I thought it was banal, really. Um, yeah, ultimately, and I yeah, also I didn't it like. I thought. I thought it was the kind of comedy you know, that a certain type of, you know, middle class, uh, um, white liberal, you know, will find an echo of their concerns in, really, and they chuckle out of a kind of a recognition. And so, you know, there was like a lot of like chuckling of appreciation from the audience. Uh, But, you know, I thought, I thought the point of the chuckling was just you know, that they saw an echo of conversations that they sometimes had. But actually, I thought the film didn't dramatise them very well. It didn't make them comic, you know, in, a, in a, any kind of original or even consistent fashion. Uh, and I hate the kind of smugness that you sense coming out of it, actually.
0: No, again, I didn't feel... what, How? What kind of smugness?
1: Well, you know, the being right on on certain issues, you know, all of the conversations about, you know, the lesbians having the triplets and that kind of thing. Um, You know, the conversations
0: about the NHS, you know, um, that kind of stuff. What was right on, for instance, about the lesbians having the triplets? What was right on about that?
1: Well, you know, the way that they talked about um, feminism of a certain era... The way that they said, "Well, you know, I thought we were over," like hating men, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: I thought it. I thought it tried to undercut itself a lot of the time. I felt like it was self-aware enough to know when it was kind of doing that, and and then it would undercut it with, particularly with um, uh, who is it? Um, April, mm. uh, but I, but I thought like like for, so. For instance, the the, the lesbians uh, having the triplets. Was got into a kind of genuine area of drama where, where one of them was really not happy about it and felt like she was going to lose something, lose her partner to mm. these to these children. Yes, like that's there's a that's a genuine story to be told. Yes,
1: you know? um, yes. Well, it felt kind of real to me. It is undoubtedly real, uh, you know. But again, that's what I mean about it being an echo because. Really, kind of, what is it doing that you wouldn't already have known, or kind of what area of emotion did you go into, or actually did you feel it intensely while they were doing it? Did you, you know, were you moved by it? Yeah, I kind of was moved by it. Okay, well in that case, it's a success. <laughs> I mean, for me, it wasn't. I kind of, yeah. I sneered slightly. Yeah. You know, and kind of.
0: Well, I mean, what it comes down to at the end is, I felt like I wanted 20 minutes more. I wanted, I wanted it to end properly, as yes. to abruptly. I think it, it starts off with the shot of. Uh, Christian Scott Thomas uh, aiming this gun at the screen opening the front door aiming a gun at the screen at the audience I thought it was and like it, it ends on that shot again and, um, and and it feels unfulfilling at the very end
1: I thought it was kind of bourgeois <laughs> amateurish kind of self-congratulation really hmm
0: I've got to say, I didn't, I didn't feel it was. I didn't feel that like there was. I normally, I'm quite attuned because I fucking hate when things feel smug. Mm, well, <laughs> I feel it a lot. But um, I didn't feel it with this. Okay,
1: well, you know, kind of.
0: Maybe it's just me. I felt like to... a failure in some respects, but for the most part, you know, a bunch of good actors heading towards somewhere where it just, you know, stopped too early.
1: Well,. I mean, I you know, the actors were the best bit about it. I mean, I think there's no... You know, it's, it's kind of a treat to see them, really. Um, and, you know, some of them are doing... Well, some of them. Kirsten Scott Thomas does very subtle things. Mm. And then I think Timothy Spall, working in a completely different register. I mean, he could have been playing this character in a Ken Loach film, and it wouldn't have been out of place, yeah. right? Which I think is 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 a problem to me. But anyway, within that register you know, you can feel like a kind of a depth of pain. And so, yeah, like he is communicating things, right? So it's kind of a pleasure to see him on its own, though to me, it really kind of doesn't work in relation to the ensemble. Um, The other actors who, you know, I like very much and are often a thrill to watch, I thought, again, they were slightly off, you know? So I thought, I thought Killian Murphy was like acting too high. He was too exaggerated, really. Um, it didn't it sometimes came off but it didn't you know it didn't always land um patricia clarkson was off really Uh, Mm -hmm. and maybe that's just because she's american but she seemed to belong to kind of a different movie and actually you didn't quite know what she was doing there yeah like
0: i think it's the writing of her character i think i think she plays it pretty much in a a sort of sensible way i guess but her character is just working too hard to be the funniest one in the room. Mm. You know, you would be annoyed if she was there in real life. Yeah. You go just pipe it down. Um, <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Maybe t- Timothy Spall, I thought, I thought that was the, the kind of inc- incongruity of, of his kitchen sink. You know, I'm about to die, mm. art, die uh, eyes darting over the room mm. kind of thing. And and coming out with these revelations of while oh, I'm sleeping with her. Mm. And then everyone else kind of like but he does it with the with the, you know, that kind of that 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 that, that sort of down dour sort of tone. And um and then Bruno Gans and Killian Murphy kind of explode around him mm. in their heightened way. Like I enjoyed that. I thought that was yeah, that's the kind of clash I'm talking about. Right. I think that I um, thought that I I like that I thought that was good I thought it was handled nicely.
1: Well, maybe I'm prejudiced. I mean, you know, that's possible. I mean, um, I think like I loved I loved Orlando. I think that's a truly great film. But you know what the things that I hated about the Tango Lesson, you know, that was much more exacerbated in the Tango Lesson are all are what I'm referring to here. You know, mm. um, her casting herself as the central role of like. You know, this British artist who goes to Argentina, you know, and falls in love with a much younger man who's like this expert tango dancer and so on. I mean, you know, and and I thought she was like excruciatingly gauche and then like, you know, the tangos were were not dance very well, and you know they could have been so much better danced by someone who was a professional dancer. And it just felt like so egocentric to cast yourself in that way. So, mm-hmm. and it was also like it had an odd tone because on the one hand, like it was egocentric, on the other one, it was ex- excruciatingly embarrassing to watch because you know she wasn't up to it, and yet she was opening herself up to ridicule, and it was, there was something quite raw about that. But on the other hand, it was ridiculous, or I found it ridiculous. So maybe some of that feeling seeps into I think my viewing happen. of this film. I felt the same uh, way
0: about um, about Kenneth Branagh. Mm. I think, uh, all I remember, my first experience with Kenneth Branagh was watching um, his Shakespeare movies at school because mm. you'd always asking oh, Sir, can we put on the video? Because many mm. didn't have to do any work. Mm. You put on the video and it was his version of uh, Much Ado About Nothing, I think, with Benedict and Beatrice. I it? remember seeing that, and, yes. And I think he might have done one or two others. And I just thought, oh, this is smug. And I think he directed them as well. Like, yes. Oh, fuck you, Kenneth Branagh. But then, you know, uh, I sort of—I broke
1: up with someone over uh, much ado about as <laughs> really? much ado about nothing. Yes.
0: <laughs> I thought
1: if you can like, if you think this is a great film, we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> I just I came across a really <laughs> smug to me. And then, I, and
0: then I saw him when he was promoting Dunkirk. I saw him on uh, I saw him on the late sh- uh, the late show with. Stephen Colbert, and he was fantastic and really just nice and charming person. When I thought mm. oh, maybe I was wrong about this guy, and you know, now I sort of get along with him. But I think it's per- perfectly possible to just bring those prejudices in. Yeah. I'm not, I, none of this is to say, oh, you're wrong to feel the way you do because this is clearly a taste thing. Yeah, we both saw the same film yes. and we just took it differently.
1: We did, um, so you know, and yeah, and I think it is, you know, maybe I should underline. She really, Sally Potter really is one of the most significant uh, figures in British cinema of the last forty years. You know, I think her interventions in in Gold Diggers, uh, initially, you know, and subsequently in Orlando are are really important. Uh, you know, they're really important to feminism. They're really important to kind of, you know, queer representation. Uh, and particularly Orlando has been a a very meaningful film to a whole bunch of people, right? So I think I'm open to the possibility that this film can be read and enjoyed in different ways you know, than I am open to. But I must say, I kind of squirmed throughout it.
0: Fair enough. I guess it kind of feels like a shame just because I enjoyed it. What I will say is that it feels... It's a shame that it feels so insubstantial when it comes to the end. It feels like it's it's approaching ideas. It's approaching kind of what political ideas for one thing and ideas of kind of modern British society and, and the way the government has Mm. fucked people It's quite actually fairly open about that. It never goes so far as to say, uh, labor and conservative, Mm. but it's quite clear that, um, labor, she's as the shadow minister for health. She's a part of the labor party and they talk about going against the, um, fighting the the, the profiteering bastards on Mm. the other side, essentially, Mm. which, you know, Is is about as clear as anyone's come since what was that film we saw? Um, Oh, the the one about all the students at Eton. Remember though, the the Riot Club. Yes, Riot Club, which is essentially a a sort of parody of the Bullington Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's it's probably the most kind of politically sort of upfront film um, since then. Um, Well,
1: I don't know. There was that Ken Loach film, or was it I Daniel Blake? Forgot that. Which actually, you know, because it made me think, because I Daniel like. I, I really criticised Ken Loach, but there was something... I don't know if I saw it with you where... the did, yeah. The guy yeah, stood up where the, the guy stood up and said... What did he say? I'm embarrassed to be British. He, he said, or, we're the
0: fifth richest country in the world and this is a disgrace. And this is a disgrace. That's right. And he was wrong. We're the ninth richest at the time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well... <was> <laughs> but imagine a film...
1: Yeah, I know. You know, drawing that reaction, you know, from I from was clearly also a working-class person, actually. You know, so I was thinking... You know, here I am kind of criticising him, and yet he makes films that kind of make people feel that way, right? Mm. You know, to just stand up in the cinema. That was a, a to be brilliant moment, It wasn't moment, so clear actually. that the guy who stood up
0: was working class. He.
1: Oh, yes, I thought so. I thought he was, an, you know, he was an, 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 a pensioner um, and without many, much means, I thought.
0: I didn't get that. I thought, you know, he was wearing a a, a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, have, that's what we've come to. Might well been, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like Dickens, you know. You have a shirt. <laughs> yeah. He was wearing the shirt, you know. He wasn't. He wasn't there. He wasn't. He wasn't scruffy. He uh, wasn't well, scruffy wasn't he?
1: Be he, he, that as it may, it was anyway. kind of. It was. It was one of you know those incredible moments in a in a movie theater. You know mm. that you witnessed that kind of a reaction. Um, so so anyway, there you go.
0: Yeah, there was only a few of us in that screening as well. He was, there was there's only about four of us. I know. He just, you know, no, he so felt, it, was it felt to, particularly dramatic. He actually, he, he was moved to. <laughs> yeah, no. I, 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 <laughs> but all all this to say that in the party, um, it's it all it, anything aiming in that direction, despite the fact that it's quite upfront in some respects is ultimately insubstantial it doesn't add up to anything everything is insubstantial i mean yeah. if you read the guardian nothing the film
1: says <laughs> will come as any surprise or revelation to you and that's why i think it's part of the film's smugness right because kind of in you know in drama you kind of want you know to hint at something else other than just the conveyance of received opinion which i think is what this film does
0: I didn't even think it was just trying to say anything. It was just it was just a nice story about seven people <laughs> that stopped him saying, uh, thought, yeah, you know. oh, uh, and you
1: know, normally you're the one who is like, you know, let's not praise this too much, but
0: Yeah, well you know about everything in moderation. Don't have a dirty too
1: much. <laughs> okay, on that note, uh, let's uh, let's leave it here.
0: Too short, though, isn't it?
1: Uh, It is too short.